I don't think that when it comes to weight loss, that you can't lose weight while also building a business. I think you have to tie the two together. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 62. This is your life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com, where I teach you how to apply weight loss strategies to other areas of your life so you can find success there. Now, in today's episode, I have a super special guest. For some of you, she needs no introduction. But for others, this may be the very first time that you've heard from her. The her that I'm speaking of is the founder and CEO of the No BS Weight Loss Program and the host of the top-ranked health podcast, Losing 100 Pounds Podcast, with over 32 million downloads. Y'all, that means a lot of people are listening to her. Her is Master Weight Loss and Life Coach Corinne Crabtree. I think Corinne is the best when it comes to building a successful weight loss business, and you'll hear in the interview how she's been a mentor to me. Now, I know I have quite a few coaches and entrepreneurs in the Lux Life community, and as I have built my business, I've been a coach since 2014, and I have learned to transfer my weight loss mindset for success and use it in growing my business. And I know Corinne has done the same. So I wanted to bring her on to the podcast so we could just talk about it. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, I know you are going to learn so much from our conversation. And if anything, you're just going to enjoy hearing Corinne share her experience. She's a motivational speaker And she tells it like it is, which is one of the reasons why I love her so much. It's so funny because I just enjoyed listening to her talk so much during the interview. And if you could have seen me, if you could have seen the video, my head was just like bobbing up and down in agreement with her the whole time she was talking. Because we both help women lose weight without having to depend on a diet. And halfway through the interview, it was like I was listening to her and enjoying her talk so much. I was like, oh, wait, I forgot. (laughs) I'm the interviewer, right? I'm asking her questions. This is an actual interview. But it was so much fun just listening to her and interacting with her. But in our discussion, we talked about ways you can focus on building a business and lose weight at the same time. Because I know so many of you believe that you have to do one or the other. And I've seen so many of you like, well, let me focus on building my business first. Let me focus on making the money first. And then when I'm making a certain amount of money, then I'll focus on my weight. But you can actually do both at the same time. We also talked about using your weight loss brain to make money. If you can learn 
as Corinne says, how to stop eating like an asshole, then you can absolutely use that same mindset to make money by providing a service or a product. But it's not really about just making the money. It is really about you learning how to master the weight loss so you can be an example to others of what is possible. And then in that process, you become empowered. You feel more confident to go out there and build your business. And it's such a beautiful cycle that occurs. So I want you to listen to how Corinne talks about her ability to lose weight and how that became the foundation of her ability to build her business to where it is now. So if you're building a business, if you're a coach, if you're an entrepreneur, and you're using food to deal with the emotions that go along with building a business, you want to make sure you listen to this episode more than once and definitely take notes. Our goal in having this conversation is to help you feel empowered, right? And just to reassure you that you can do it. I know sometimes it just feels so overwhelming where you're like, I've got to make money. I've got to sign clients. I've got to get this out there. But you're also like, I've got to take better care of myself. I've got to lose this weight. I've got to improve my sleep. I want to just comfort you right now and tell you that you can do it. We have both been there. Corinne has done it. I have done it. We've both lost the weight. And in the process of learning how to lose weight and keep it off, we have evolved into stronger human beings, not just physically, although you have to check out, Corinne's got some guns on her. Her biceps are out of control. Go check her out on Instagram. But we have evolved into stronger human beings, and that has allowed us to show up in a much bigger way for you guys, right, for our audience, for the people who are looking for support and encouragement and tools and strategies. We are here to help you on your journey. So listen very closely to this interview and you will hear how our biggest problem, which was weight, right, allowed us to become who we are today. And I want you to know that this is also possible for you. All right, friends, enjoy this episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Well, 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 my listeners, my Lux Lifers, I have a humongous treat for you guys today. I have my very first guest on the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, who is not a client. But this person is a mentor, a friend in my head. This is the first time we're meeting, and I'm just thrilled that she accepted the invitation to come talk on the podcast. So folks, I want to introduce you to Corinne Crabtree. Yes, y'all, Corinne Crabtree is here on the Stop Dieting Forever podcast. I'm thrilled. Hello, Corinne. Welcome. Well, hello. And I just want to say to all your listeners too, that I follow you. So we were just talking in the beginning about how I feel like we know each other and uh-huh. yet like literally is our first conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I do have to say publicly how much you have played a part in me growing my business and just me showing up authentically as who I am. Because I've been a coach since 2014 and I have been working the action line, working like doing all the things. And we're going to talk a little bit about how I was in the river of misery in 2019. 
But 2020 was also a difficult, well, the beginning of 2020 was a difficult year just because of everything that was happening in the United States of America with race, race relations. And there was just a lot of upheaval and personal for me. And I had to work through all of that stuff just to be able to come on and deliver the podcast. And I launched my podcast in June and then you tagged me on your Instagram Mm -hmm. and I like freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Corinne Crabtree is listening to my podcast and she likes it. And that just really, really, I just appreciate you so much for doing that. You probably have no idea how helpful that was to me. So I just want to publicly thank you for just being who you are and not being afraid to share your own opinions and share the things that you love and things that you appreciate. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. I mean, I think um, somebody was actually asking me about this this morning and my mission has always been to teach every woman how to lose her weight for good and feel as amazing as she deserves. And it really dawned on me probably this last year, I would say year to 18 months that if my real mission was to teach every woman then that didn't mean that I actually had to do it. Like every woman needs to have the opportunity to hear good voices in the weight loss space, like me and you and other people we know. And I just think that there's more good that's going to be done in the world when we're sharing our messages than just like sitting back and hoarding our own little space. You know, I just never believed that you you need to do that. And I mean, as you know, it's like obesity is one of the biggest things we've got going on right now. People need to learn how to separate that emotional eating component out to be able to have more years, you know, on this planet and stuff. And we're not going to run out of run out of people anytime soon. Not <laughs> so at I'd all. Rather just, not at let's all. just change people. Let's just get, you know, <laughs> I always tell people, if we ever solve it, I will not feel bad. I will move on and do something else. I know that's <laughs> like, right. You know, I know that's right. It is a huge problem. Obesity is really a huge problem. And we both agree that the diet industry is just out there to make money off of us. Yep. Us folks out here who just don't know how to manage their thoughts. They don't know how to, as you say, stop eating like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, we have similar missions is like just to empower people that they can lose weight on their own terms without having to depend on giving their money to a cookie cutter diet or some crazy product. Exactly. Exactly. We could talk for days about the stuff that we've done (laughs) in order to lose weight. But I thought it would be really fun to talk to you about because for those of you who don't know, you're doing well with your weight loss business. And when I started out as a health coach in 2014, there weren't a whole lot of examples of people helping other women lose weight and doing very well successfully in their business. And so I had to work through that mind drama of like, oh, I can possibly potentially do this full time. And last year I was able to go full time as a coach and I love building my business. And I have looked to you as like the guiding light. So I'm so excited to talk to you today about the similarities between building a business and losing weight. I know I have a lot of coaches who listen to the podcast, probably have other entrepreneurs who listen to the podcast. And one thing that I think we can probably all agree upon is it's hard building a business. Being an entrepreneur is difficult. Yep. 
And so I know you have your own story of what your weight and the things that you went through as an entrepreneur. But I just want to talk about like when you're building your business and you're also watching your waistline grow because you're dealing with the emotions of building a business and we're using food. So let's just talk about how you've seen that show up and maybe in some of your clients. Yeah. So I think what ends up happening, one, I think that there is a misconception out there that I can't do two big things at the same time. I do believe, well, our mentor and you know where we went to school and everything, they talk about the value of constraint. I do believe in that, but I don't think that when it comes to weight loss, that you can't lose weight while also building a business. I think you have to tie the two together. So I lost my weight first, then I built my business, but it would have been real easy for me to go back to coping with eating. I think for me, what ended up manifesting at some point, this was probably six or seven years ago, I wanted to have more wine at night. Like I've had a long day. You know, for me, it was like so sold in my brain that like, I just don't overeat anymore. Like I'm healthy. I exercise and everything that was on lock. But there was still this part of me that wasn't on lock was that in order to relax and feel better, something outside of me was going to do that. Not Corinne was going to do that. So it kind of manifested with wine. And then I've watched other people do this dance of you can't do both at the same time. And it's not that you can't do both at the same time. It's that you can't mentally exhaust yourself with one or the other and expect to be able to do them. So I watch people who will say things like, weight loss takes so much time. And it's like, it takes no more time to quit stuff in your mouth. Like if you're only eating when you're hungry and you're going to stop it enough, you save time. You actually get to go and work on that crap you say you don't have time to do. Most of us keep our eating around so that we can avoid doing the work that we don't want to do. And so it's like really being honest with yourself about how little time weight loss actually takes out of your life. It really opens up a lot of time. And that's why so many people get afraid of it. It's like now I've got no more excuses to not have hard conversations because I'm not sitting in my bedroom at night eating my face off rather than having a conversation with my partner about what I want out of our relationship. It's a lot easier to Netflix and eat ice cream. Like we actually get more time when we are working on our weight and that extra time, if you don't know what you're going to do with it, you're probably going to be a disaster mm-hmm. you're because our fill it with more worry. Yeah. Cause our brain, if you don't consciously tell it what to fill with that time, it's left to its own devices. And if y'all are like me, my own devices are shit. <laughs> it's just a bunch of like, well, you suck and you can't ever have what you want. You have to work hard, you know, like blah, blah, blah. So I think they both can be done together. And I think the second big key component, other than just you got to take the drama out of it, is you tie them together as if they support each other. I've always thought of weight loss as the foundation of my ability to build my business. Even though my business is weight loss, that's not what I mean. It's when I eat right, when I treat my body well, when I move each day, when I do the things I say I'm going to do for myself, when I make sure that I'm physically cared for, then I can go over to the business side. I can show up better. 
I have better ideas. I'm more focused. I'm more clear. I'm not showing up over there drained, full of regret from what I ate the day before, bringing all that baggage with me to my business. I think when you're building a business, you got to bring the best of you every day. You got to bring the parts of you that's ready to get in there and work and face challenges and overcome the obstacles. And, you know, like building your own business is so much mind drama around like you're always taking risks. You're always learning something new. You're always expanding your comfort zone. And with that comes worries and doubts and things that come up. You can't be bringing regret from how you ate the night before along for the ride and expect to be able to show up fully over there. You don't have that wiggle room. And that's why I think taking care of your body and, you know, the way that I teach people, like I don't teach people to do anything other than just, if you ain't hungry, stop eating like immediately. <laughs> the lip. <laughs> right. The rules are super simple inside yeah. the OBS. They're not complicated. And so my people get to eat the things that they want. You know, one of the things we all want to lose weight to do is to be able to have that dream life. Like we all have it in our brain, what life's going to be like when we lose our weight. I don't want them showing up to create all this stuff in their life that they want, especially around a business, while they're just dragging behind them their regrets, their wishes, their hopes, you know, just second guessing, all that kind of stuff. I just don't want them to bring all that into the picture. So you combine them and you marry them. This makes this stronger. And I think that that is what's that's helpful for people to think about when they're going to be building a business and they're not going to sacrifice their health to do it. I wish I had known that in 2019 (laughs) (laughs) when I was in the river of misery trying to build my business. Like it was intense and all of those old habits of like the emotional eating to cope with you know, finding clients and building the website and mastering copy and all those things that go along with building a business, I was finding myself eating and all the things that I had known and learned to lose the weight before, they don't, they weren't working anymore. And this is before I discovered you, this is before I discovered life coaching and I didn't have the tools, I didn't have the strategies. So now I do have clients who are building businesses and losing weight at the same time. And it's very easy, like you said, to work on both of those things at the same time. But if you're just clueless of the reasons why you're overeating and you're not able to manage all of the shit that comes up when you're building a business and you're going back to food, it is a very nasty cycle. Because one of the things that I recognized was As I was, like, my income would go down and up, down and up. My weight was also going down and up, down and up. And it was the craziest thing. It was the craziest thing. I'm always talking to my clients about the best time to lose weight is during some of the toughest times of your life. Because if you can lose weight during the tough times, the rest of it becomes a cakewalk. I mean, it's just easy as all get out. But a lot of us think that we can't do it during the hard times. It's like during the hard times is when you really challenge yourself to decide who you're going to be in those moments. You know, I don't want to be an overeater. What I'd like to be is an overcomer, not an overeater when it comes to the tough times of life, you know? And I think for me, when I first started losing weight 15 years ago, it was a very hard time of my life. I was dealing with postpartum depression. It's just a rough time and hormonally and all of those things. But I dealt with some really tough blows 
in the early stages of my maintenance. Like I had never been able to keep my weight off. And within two years of losing my weight, my grandmother was dying. She had pancreatic cancer. In my family, when someone you loved was dying, someone from the family stayed with them 24-7. We never left a bedside. We never left the house. And so we worked in shifts. And we did that with my grandmother for like six months. My mom and I just night and day after night, I slept on floors. I remember like in order to work out, if I wanted to work out, I would run from her house home after sleeping on the floor each night. And then my husband at night would bring me back at 10 o'clock because that was when my mom had to go to work. And so he would drive me and then I would make, that was how I would get my exercise in is by just running home. So he wouldn't have to do it. And so like, I just made it work during these tough times. And then another, the five years in my son was diagnosed with autism. And I remember it was such a defining moment. We were at an autism conference. This was the day after he was diagnosed. My husband, it's a, it's kind of a hilarious story, but he is definitely an A-type. And so we get diagnosed on like a Tuesday. And that night he had booked us flights to go to New Jersey for some conference he Googled during the day. And I was like, nobody even knows yet. And we had to call in babysitters and all kinds of stuff. And the night that we were there, we both ordered pizza and I ate until I was miserable. Yeah. And I looked at him and I just said, this cannot break our marriage. And I am not going to gain weight over this. Like, I just like declared it like I would declare anything. Because at that and point, you had already lost, what, over 100 pounds? I'd already right? lost 100 pounds. But yeah. I just felt that creeping in of the old me was just like, hey, this is hard. And it's too emotionally hard. So we should eat. And I didn't go back. I just told myself, I don't care if you have to get up at four in the morning to get your food straight for the day and to do what you need to do, but we're not going backward. Like we're going to handle this and it has nothing to do with your weight loss. Yeah. And, and I really had to think that through. And I think that's important for people to think about when it comes to weight loss. We consciously co-mingle them all the time. We act like weight loss and building a business have something to do with each other. And we act like gaining weight or, you know, hard times in life means we can't do these things. And we co-mingle things that have nothing to do with each other. And we wonder why we struggle with emotional eating so much. And it's like, you have to consciously tell yourself, this has nothing to do with what I put in my mouth. Like my hand going to my mouth and how many times that happens does not have anything to do with autism. It's nothing to do with someone dying. It has nothing to do with building a business. That's just eating. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think when you just break it down that way for yourself, it just at least in those moments when you feel like the only way to deal with life right now is to eat, is to just be honest, say this has nothing to do with that. This is just me eating and I'm solving nothing. I'm building yeah. nothing. I'm creating nothing. I'm just eating. It just helps you stay like, all right. At least I won't be building a stack of lies to, you know, run my life on. (laughs) Yeah. It's just that awareness is so powerful. Even if you're like in mid bite and you have it like, oh, wait a second. I don't need to eat this. Even if you've eaten half of the chocolate bar and you realize, oh, wait a second. Eating this entire chocolate bar is not going to change the circumstance. Just that awareness is so powerful. 
Yeah. One of the things I like to teach my clients is to use a strategy called pause, where you just anytime you get the urge to eat, anytime you get the urge to drink something, just pause. Like I always say, yeah. picture my hand like this, just stop <laughs> and think about like, why am I hungry right now? Like, do I have my hand halfway in the pantry right now? Why am I standing in front of the refrigerator with the doors open right now? And just asking yourself that question and seeing what comes up could be the one thought that's like, okay, you know what? This isn't going to help me. I'm just going to go do something else and not eat to deal with whatever is happening. That's such an interesting concept because one of the things that we're working on with our people right now is like, there are like phases of urges and catching yourself and stuff. And a lot of perfectionists believe that the only successful urge is the urge that was never responded to. And we're really helping them (laughs) break that that myth. It's like, actually, (laughs) there are phases to urges. There are phases to like overcoming and busting them and getting better. And one of the phases we call the level up phase, which is what you were describing. It's Mm -hmm. where you get the ability to be able to like, I always use the example of Cheetos. I always tell people, I don't care if you leave one Cheeto in the bag. (laughs) You need to declare that a victory because mm-hmm. old you was just like, eat them all. Eat them all. You? Plus like lick all the little powdery stuff at yeah, the bottom. Yeah, like, <laughs> let me just pour it in. You're right. <laughs> but it's like the new versions of you has all these success points. And one of the success points is where you learn to catch yourself somewhere and decide we're done. And we don't shame ourselves and we don't do those things worth like, all right, that's the new me. So tomorrow, new me might stop a bite sooner. But it's that idea that the urges and the overeating and stuff, there's so much success for us to find in it, to overcome it and to like nip it in the bud. And it's not that you'll never get an urge again, but you'll just get so much better at handling them. We're just not taught that by the diet industry. You're literally taught you're either on plan you're off plan, you're on track or you're off track and there's no in between. And I think that that's one of the things that we have to start teaching people is that there's so much in between and in between is where all the magic happens. Like anybody can brute force themselves into losing weight. Yeah. And we know that can happen because how many of us have lost weight and regained it. Exactly. <laughs> like like it was a job. Yeah. <laughs> like I did it so much that you would have thought somebody paid me to do it. <laughs> oh, I know. Look, Corinne, we could probably have a whole podcast episode about all the diets that we have tried. <laughs> yes. And it's like, and so the diet industry teaches us like, well, that's success. And then like, you're either at the beginning or you're at the end, but the middle is where you redefine who you are you redefine like how you think about yourself. You redefine, are you going to be the kind of person who sees wins and victories in themselves? Or are you going to be the kind of person who's still like, no, 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 I don't get to feel good until all that weight's gone. Like the middle, I think for weight loss is where the real magic is. And the more we can teach people about the middle of the process and what we go through, the more we'll start changing the diet industry. Yes. Yes, it's the journey. It is the journey to the goal. It's not just achieving the goals, the thing that we're working towards, but it's who we're becoming every single day when we're making different decisions about what we're eating. Yep. Yep. That is the best part. But that is one thing that I had to learn as part of growing my business as well. 
right? Mm -hmm. I had the mindset when it came to the eating, but I was like, no, I got to make this much money. I got to do this. I got to have this many clients before I can be happy, before I can do all the things. But it was like, I had to eventually realize like the person who I became and working towards that goal I love her so much because she has accomplished so much and she's overcome so much. And I just, when I think about it, I'm just in awe, like literally in awe of what I have created with my weight, with my health, with my business, being a full-time entrepreneur. When you should be, I mean, you have to think about it. I mean, Jennifer, the percentages, I believe the percentages of just like, let's just take women who start a business and make any money practically, like, I think it's like 8% of women will start a business and just make any money. And then the more money you make, the smaller the percentage gets. You throw in weight loss, the percentage of women who've been able to lose their weight and build a business and make the kind of money you do. I mean, you're in like, you're, you're now in the less than 1% category of the world. And that I'm African-American, I'm black, right? So black women business owners, we're, we are the number that I think that has the most businesses, but we're making the least amount of money. Least amount of money. As a group, which is just mind boggling to me. And plus losing, like, I just, I know that this sounds crazy, but it's been 15 years and I'm still to this day astounded when I think, oh my God, like. I lost all my weight. Like, seriously, it never gets old. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I hear never you. sit around yeah. and be like, so bored with my weight loss. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's still pretty exciting. Doesn't mean that everything is amazing. Doesn't mean I always have amazing thoughts about myself and stuff. But that's what, and I think that's important to even mention when we talk about growing businesses. And, you know, there's the whole concept that like having a successful business and losing weight, like those things don't make you happy. They do provide a fertile ground that's easy to have some good thoughts about yourself, mm-hmm. but they don't cure everything. Yeah. And I think that that is more the message that has to go along when, when it comes to losing weight, making money and stuff. It's like, well, of course, there are going to be things that will be better. It's just a lot easier to be proud of yourself when you've lost your weight than it is to be proud of yourself. You know, when I was 250, I had to work at being proud of myself for getting off the couch each day. I had to work on being proud of myself every single time I would finish my water. Mm -hmm. I would have to work on being proud of myself because I would do another week, maybe not lose weight, but Noah showed up like a boss. Like those points in my life, being proud and being happy was completely available, but it wasn't like it was triggered. You know, when you reach your goal weight, yeah, a lot of things get triggered, but that doesn't mean all the negative doesn't get triggered either. So I just think it's such an important concept for people to really understand is that, you know, the things that we seek at the end, we get to do it now. It's just harder to come up with it at first because mm-hmm. we're not used to being proud before we've lost all no, of our weight. You we're not train yourself. Yes, yeah, exactly. To think so. that way. It's like intentional thinking intentional eating, mm-hmm. right? Emotional thinking or emotional eating, which one is going to help you get to your goal? Well, right. you just got to think more intentionally, just like you have to eat more intentionally more often than you eat emotionally. And yep. eventually the scales will tip in the direction that you want it to go. Exactly. So good. So good. So what you got going on, Corinne? 
What do we not have going on? I don't know. I keep apologizing to my team because we, you know, typically we don't like to launch more than one thing at a time. And we're literally in the middle of three separate offerings right now. But the way the timeline went for the year, it was like, I keep telling them, who's the jackass on this team that planned all this? Oh, wait, that would be me. (laughs) Because you know what the people want, right? I'm head jackass of the team. You see a need. It's all good, right? You see a need. And so you're like, okay, let's create something to help. Well, our membership is open next week. So there's that. And then Probably the thing I'm most excited about right now, though, is my advanced weight loss certification. I mean, I love my membership. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, when something's new, it becomes the new baby for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's my newborn <laughs> that's cute and cuddly. And I'm just sitting there rocking it all day. I'm doing advanced weight loss certifications now. And it's a program that if you're from the Life Coach School, you not only will learn all the different tools and techniques we use. So inside of No BS, we have a lot of different angles that we approach weight loss with. We have self-love and ending self-sabotage courses. And we have a regain solution. We have all these things that I want weight loss coaches to really understand because it takes that full catalog of knowledge around weight loss to be able to help your clients. And then the other part is we also do the business coaching on the other side around mindset and some tools because I figure if when you leave my advanced certification, if you feel like you can be a baller coach and we teach you how to like create systems for your, you know, for your clients and stuff, you still need a system to get them in. And the last thing any of us want to be is the world's best coach speaking to no one. <laughs> nobody, nobody hears you. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> my program is a lot about teaching the business side of it too. Just how do you How do you create something amazing that someone desperately needs to get them to even start talking to you? And what does the email sequence look like? And like, how do you foster the relationship with someone? I'm, it's not so much about like, do this, do that, do that. It's more about like, I'm really good at fostering relationships Mm -hmm. and making someone my client before they ever pay me a dollar. I have some people that have lost tons of weight. They've been hanging out on my email list listening to all the things for two years, and then they finally just join. So it's about how do you create that kind of a relationship on the front end that allows them to, once you get them as a client, you can over-deliver and wow them like a boss. So I love hearing you talk about the business side of weight loss. Like it reminds me of, um, I know you love Oprah too. I'm an Oprah fan. Like Oprah's pretty successful in her own right, right? But I remember she always used to talk about her mentor, Maya Angelou, and she's like, I just want to sit at her feet and soak in everything that she says. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel that way about you. Oh. <laughs> you talk about business. Like, I'm pretty successful in my own right, but I just want to sit at your feet and just listen and soak in everything you have to say about where you've come from to where you are today. You drop so many nuggets and just like rapid fire. It's like, oh, wait, let me, let me write this down. Well, let me write this down. Let me write this down. There's so many things that I have learned from you that I have implemented in my own business that has been successful. Oh, that's so, so I, well, that's the thing that I want to be able to do. I want to yeah. be able to, I always knew that when I lost my weight, I felt so good about myself for the first time. And it wasn't because of the weight loss. It was for the first time ever. I learned how to believe in myself. I learned how to talk to myself, encourage myself, be my own best cheerleader. And then I did it again in business. You know, I just think that weight loss set me up 
to be able to be like, okay, you can do something that you once thought was impossible. You've done it once. I know you can do it again. In business, I just think it's like the next gift I'm going to be able to give to women who don't believe in themselves and are sitting around out there thinking that, you know, because I don't have a college education and there's so many of us sitting around who don't feel like we're good enough because of the way society has always talked about women being powerful and assertive and, you know, making money and things like that. And I just want to be able to take that and give it to women too. I just, it's just time for all of us women to be able to just stand up and do the things we want to be able to do, you know, and and I know we can do it, you Mm -hmm. know? That gave me goosebumps. I love that so much. You've already done it. It's not like you're going to do it. You're doing it now, Corinne. Like you are helping the masses with their weight and you're also helping them empower themselves to generate, create their own businesses so they can go out and help more people, which I absolutely love and admire you for. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. So with the certification, the advanced weight loss certification, which I was excited when I heard you were doing that, how can people find more information about that? They can go to theweightlossuniversity.com. And oh, I love that. that. Page, yeah. The Weight Loss University. Yes. <laughs> it's so hilarious because years ago, I locked down that Instagram account. I was oh, really? Have a second Instagram, and it was just going to be like quote graphics or something. And uh-huh. I think I posted like three times. I don't even know what I did. But anyway, it's always been in the back of my head. And when I got it, my husband bought the domain at the same time. And then we didn't do anything with it. And then when we started talking about this, I was like, that should be what it is. And we already own it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it's easy to spell. That's always, uh, for URLs, you always want something that anybody could spell spell. it. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you can get all the information there. There is a, um, I highly recommend people get on the wait list. When you're on the wait list, that means you will be notified when we send out the applications and we do all the things. So um, we'll be... I think the second week of August is when we start with really sending you emails, information, and taking applications and all that kind of stuff. So, okay. So, coming up soon. Oh, yeah. The, I think we start work in September. It used to be a three month program. It's now four months because I've added some extra business stuff to it. So, I was writing, I was rewriting some stuff and I was like, oh, we're going to have to add another four weeks. I was like, I can't (laughs) talk about all the things I want to talk about in three, (laughs) three months. So, I was like, Four months it is. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like you see a need, right? Doesn't matter that it's going to be an extra four weeks. You see a need that you need to teach people what they need to know. And so you put it together, like you make it work and it's hand on heart, (laughs) hand on heart. I love that so much. All right. So thank you, Corinne, so much for stopping by the Stop Dieting Forever podcast and sharing your wisdom with us. I feel honored to be able to have this conversation with you and to be following in your footsteps as well, I thank build you my for business. Ha- well, thank you for having me. And you just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing amazing things out in the world. And we just, there's got to be more Corinne's and Jennifer's. We got to have more of us. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Thank you, Corinne. I'll see you on all the places on the all internet. Right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. 
If you liked today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Thank you.